we've got more trade rumors involving Trey Lance. The 49ers are taking calls. And according to one reporter, it was the worst kept secret in Indianapolis at the Combine. What can we learn from the 49ers' 30 visits? What prospects are they bringing in to meet in person in Santa Clara? Pre-draft on this edition of Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers. Brian Peacock rolling solo with you on this one. Eric Crocker in uh, is traveling tonight, and we had to get a, a podcast in here with the latest news about Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, seeing some of you jumping in here on the live edition on YouTube. It's always smart for you to make sure you're subscribed as well to the YouTube channel so you can catch these live shows. Hit the no notification bell so you always know when we do go live. Most episodes we put up uh, the night before. At, right after we record on YouTube, and then they're up first thing for you in the morning on your audio podcast as well. So if you never caught a YouTube episode, come check it out. And by the way, check out the new Peacock and Williamson show. And Thursday, launching the network-wide Locked On Podcast Network Mock Draft Special, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. Myself and my co-host on Peacock and Williamson, Matt Williamson, former NFL scout, hosting the, again this year and have another special guest with us uh, from Locked On NFL Draft, Keith Sanchez in the booth. As we go through every team, all the hosts, all the college hosts making picks, it's such a fun extravaganza every single year. So excited for another year of the Locked On Network-Wide Mock Draft special dropping Thursday. Joe says hello from Phoenix. Love it. Or Portland. No, he's from Portland. Joe, sorry. That is a, sorry to... Uh, I'm excited. I like rolling live by myself. I haven't done a solo show in a little while. Uh, I'm getting excited for this one and all the news surrounding the draft. We're uh, a week away now from the draft and who knows, maybe the 49ers will end up picking in the first round. Some trade rumors swirling about the 49ers potentially listening to offers on guys like Brandon Ayuk and today's rumors and news, Trey Lance. So let's go to the specifics here as it pertains to this. Ian Rappaport dropping it this morning on Wednesday saying sources the 49ers have received inquiries from several teams looking into a potential trade for number th former number three overall pick Trey Lance. The conversations have been the result of San Francisco fielding the calls, not making them with teams aware that Brock Purdy is likely the future starter, which shouldn't be a huge surprise. We've talked about this even before the season ended that um, that if I was another GM, I'd be probably calling the 49ers, finding out what it might take to get Trey Lance, especially if I was in a position not to be taking one of the top quarterbacks in this class or if I didn't like the top quarterbacks that were available to me in this draft. And you should be able to get Trey Lance for a little bit less than you would for, you know, say pick number two overall. Rappaport goes on to say about Lance and the 49ers and potential trades. While no trade is imminent, the 49ers would almost certainly want to make sure Brock Purdy's rehab continues to go as smoothly as it's been going. The interest from other teams in Lance has been there. So that makes it seems like seem like it would be a post-draft trade and potentially a well-post-draft trade. If you're waiting to make sure that everything's going great with Brock Purdy's recovery, well, I think the first really true check-in date on that is probably going to be and from all reports, everything's going okay now, but it was that three-month time frame, right, where 
the the 49ers would have a better idea and the doctors would have a better idea once he's cleared to begin a throwing program. And that was supposed to be around three months after surgery, which will be well after the NFL draft. Maybe the 49ers want to wait until even further until he's cleared, cleared before they would think about trading Trey Lance. And at that point, you know, you're already going through camp with Trey Lance. So the timing on that would, would seem to be a little bit odd if they want to be completely sure on Brock Purdy. Jordan Schultz goes on to report that he spoke with a GM Wednesday who's not in the market for a quarterback, but he spoke to him about the 49ers quarterback situation with Trey Lance. And that GM said, quote, John Lynch taking calls on him was probably the worst kept secret in Indy. I know they've I know they've listened. Lance is still young and on a rookie deal. He's pretty talented. Darnold has tons of incentives in his contract and Purdy has the elbow problem. I think it would take a pretty strong offer to get Lance. So what is a strong offer to get Trey Lance? There was another report earlier that maybe the 49ers were um, asking something like a second and a fourth round pick for Trey Lance. And that would seem to be something that would um, potentially add up. That would make sense, right? A second round pick and a fourth round pick. I don't know if they would get a first round pick. And if they did, it would be probably a late first round pick or a future conditional first round pick for Trey Lance. So if that's the case, then you're looking at a pick in this draft, which the 49ers don't have any picks until pick 99. They might like to be up a little bit higher this year when you know next year they will have a, a, their first round pick back and their second round pick back and their third round pick back unless those are traded away. So if they want to do something this year, yeah, a high second round pick. Let's say the Indianapolis Colts pick 35. They have top of the second round. That would make a lot of sense. The familiarity, obviously, with the the, the coaching staff, with the Houston Texans. So they would make a lot of sense. They have the second pick in the second round, pick 33. The um, Tennessee Titans, Rand Carthon coming over from the front office. Did he have a big hand? Did he love Trey Lance? Was he one of the folks that was really fighting to get Trey Lance drafted in the 49ers in 2021? They could send a second round pick rather than use pick 11 on a quarterback. So um, there are a number of teams that I think could make sense. Those three teams really jump off the page. I want to hear from you guys in the chat, though. Uh, if you think that there would be a specific team that you like for Trey Lance that would make sense and what kind of package it would take to get Trey Lance, in your opinion. Because the worst thing, we've talked about it before on this podcast, the worst thing that could possibly happen for the 49ers is they trade away Trey Lance and he's great somewhere else and that his ceiling was truly higher than Brock Purdy's and that Brock Purdy, they trade him away and Darnold's a disaster and Brock Purdy's continues to be hurt. You know, the, uh, it would be quite a gamble for the 49ers, and they would have to be so sure, so convicted about how they feel on Brock Purdy, even if it's a longer-term recovery than they're hoping. And uh, that's just, you know, it, it, the, the Niners are in a weird spot right now. They sh they are because a healthy Brock Purdy, I would have been shocked if they didn't in some ways trade Trey Lance just because of how well Brock Purdy played. And when you listen to the coaching staff and the GM and some of the star players talk about Brock Purdy and how it's his job to lose, you know, the writing's on the wall. If, if everyone's just fully believes in Brock Purdy, then of course the 49ers are going to listen to offers, but what's that offer take? What would it really, really take to get him? So I want to hear what you guys have to say about that in the chat. Joe says, so we'd be down to two quarterbacks. No way. Remember last year? Yeah. I mean, Last year was such an outlier. You can't expect that. Although with Kyle Shanahan quarterbacks, they have gotten hurt at a, a remarkable, remarkable clip and, and more so than other teams. So while I agree that 
that last year was an outlier. Um, I also agree that, you know, a couple quarterbacks when one of them's already hurt is probably not good enough. Clearly the 49ers would add quarterbacks. They're already going to still add a quarterback with Brock Purdy out because you need three camp arms to get through training camp. And even if they kept Trey Lance, they only have two right now with, you know, so it might just be an undrafted free agent rookie or something like that that ends up on the practice squad or just ends up gone completely. Um, but the 49ers would certainly draft the quarterback and they've met with Dorian Thompson Robinson. From UCLA, you know, he'd be so, you know, something like a fifth round pick is where he's projected to go in this draft. Uh, they could decide to draft somebody a little bit higher if they did trade away Trey Lance. They could go the veteran route. And if there was any, you know, maybe a, you know, a lesser trade, you, if you get a high second round pick, maybe you trade a, a fifth or sixth round pick for another veteran quarterback as well. So there's a lot of ways to have numbers in your quarterback room, but it would be Sam Darnold's team most likely through training camp if they traded Trey Lance until. Brock Purdy's ready. So two things have to happen for a trade like this to go down. The 49ers would have to have a really good indication about Brock Purdy's rehab and recovery. And they would have to have a good enough offer to trade him to where he's more valuable off the team than on the team. I still find it hard to believe that they're going to find that. Because to me, even a second round pick is not quite enough. A second round pick does not blow me away. And it doesn't blow me away in this draft. It's not an amazing draft. I think there's, you know, 15 to 18, quote unquote, first round picks in this draft. Those guys that you that would go first round in just about any draft, the ones you feel really good about. And that's why I've talked about with Brandon Ayuk. I think his value is mid first. I think I'm, I'm turning down probably any picks that aren't 15 or higher because a late first round pick is kind of a second round guy that you're going to get in this draft. So I'm not trading Brandon Ayuk, who you don't have to trade and there's no imminent, you know, uh, contract stuff with him and, you know, for a year or two. You don't have to trade Brandon Ayuk, but if someone blows you away, you listen. And I feel the same way about Trey Lance because he's too talented. He could end up still being the guy unless the 49ers really don't believe. But if teams like the Texans and the Titans who have intimate knowledge of Trey Lance are trying to trade for him, it's probably an indicator that it might not be the smartest move for a second round pick. And it kind of depends where that second round pick is. Are you high enough to, to grab an impact player? What kind of player would move the needle for you? Let me hear about some of your, let's say the 49ers get a pick between 32, 35, 37, something like that. You know, in among the first 10 picks of the second round, what kind of prospect would you want to draft there? Would that be worth it? Who would you expect to see at the top of the second round that would move the needle for you in this draft? Speaking of this draft, the 49ers have been meeting with a lot of prospects. Uh, I think we've got official confirmation of at least 22 of those 30 visits that teams get. Not every team brings in 30 players for their 30 visits, but they have up to 30 visits. Why well, it's called 30 visits. You can have up to 30 prospects into your facility and, you know, meet with them, work them out, whatever, uh, whatever it is you do with those prospects. And it's a really wide array of different prospects, different positions, a couple running backs on the list that they couldn't right in the third round. Again, they couldn't All right, more on Trey Lance, the trade, your thoughts from the chat and 49ers prospect 30 visits next. Today's episode of Lockdown 49ers is brought to you by Built Bars. Something exciting coming to Built.com on April 22nd, just a few short days away, just in time for draft day. I don't have all the details yet, and I'm not allowed to tell you if I did, but the excitement is real, and it's something you won't want to miss. If you know how Built works, they have the most incredible protein bars in the world, and they do amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors in limited quantity they do it all the time built bars are amazing they're high in protein low in sugar 
low in calorie. They are the perfect treat to reach for at any time you want a snack and really feel good about the snack you ate because it's delicious and you know it's also good for you as well. And most built bars covered in 100% real chocolate. But this is interesting. A little secret flavor drop. What flavor do you think it is? Let us know in the chat. What flavor do you think it could be? I'm kind of hoping for something coffee-related flavor at Built because I love me some coffee. Um, just don't make it mayonnaise coffee like Kentucky quarterback Will Levis, which is why I think some teams have him off of their draft board and he's slipping in the draft because he does things like eat banana with the peel on and puts mayonnaise in his coffee. So please, none of those. Uh, don't let Will Levis have any input on this. Uh, mark your calendars, though, and head to Built.com Saturday, April 22nd to be one of the first to discover what the hype is all about. What is the new flavor drop at Built.com? Can't wait to see what this flavor is. Make sure you use promo code LOCKED15 as well, and you will get 15% off your order at built.com hc says in the chat dolphins traded 2019 second and a 2025th to the cardinals for josh rosen panthers traded a 2022 second and fourth and a 2021 sixth round pick to the jets for darnold 49ers should get at least a second for lance i totally agree and i, I wouldn't even listen i wouldn't even consider offers for even a late second or a third round pick. It's just not worth it for what Trey Lance could be, what you've already put into developing Trey Lance. And uh, as mentioned before, some of the injury problems that you already have with one of your quarterbacks, the guy that you want to be your starting quarterback over Lance. And th th look, I just don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible, even for Kyle Shanahan, to have enough information on both Brock Purdy and Trey Lance to know that Brock Purdy is the guy and Trey Lance is definitely not the guy. I mean, that's just kind of crazy to me. We sure watching it don't have all of that information. I know it looked great with Brock Purdy, but Trey Lance hasn't even had George Kittle for most of the games he's played, let alone having Christian McCaffrey on the team. And we saw how bad the 49ers were to start the, the year the last couple of years. They slow started and all of a sudden, boom, they were in a groove and and Brock Purdy got dropped in on that. And that's not to minimize what Brock Purdy did. Brock Purdy was um, was awesome in his time as the 49ers. And I've gone on record to say it was the best quarterback play the 49ers have had in the Kyle Shanahan era when Brock Purdy played. But, hey, Jimmy G was playing some of his best ball, too, before he got hurt. So there's a lot going on there with the 49ers. And, and they were kind of humming at the end of the season. They, they had some... They had some mediocre opponents for a stretch until they got to the playoffs as well at the end of the season. It was a really nice stretch of seasons of, uh, of opponents to play for, for Brock Purdy to play against in his NFL debut. So I, just, I still want to see more Trey Lance. He's too talented of a guy. I think his head screwed on right. And like Josh Rosen and like Sam Darnold, he hasn't put the bad tape out there that those guys did, and they still were able to get pretty good hauls for those quarterbacks. And I agree that Trey Lance should be as worth as much or more than those guys in trade right now, especially if you are, especially for those folks, Rand Carthon, D'Amico Ryans, Bobby Slowick, who've been in the building and, and believe in him still. Dude, that, that's a no-brainer to trade a high second-round pick and, and more for Trey Lance in that case. And then, you know, do whatever. Like, the Texans? Come on. The Texans could get Will Anderson at two. They could get Jackson Smith and Jigba or an offensive lineman or, um, you know, another defensive lineman, any player to help their roster. They could trade down more, add more picks, get more picks next year. They already have two picks next year in case Lance didn't work out. And, and then trade a second for Trey Lance. They could get a free second right now for trading back from 12 a few spots and get a free second-round pick, and that's basically a free Trey Lance and then go into the draft again next year if Lance doesn't work out. 
think it's a no-brainer for some teams like that. And I do think it's worth absolutely a a high second-round pick. And the 49ers shouldn't accept anything less. Rico says, no trade happening until Purdy's cleats hit the field on game day. It's kind of too late at that point. Once Trey Lance is backing up Brock Purdy, you're probably not even getting the second-round pick at that point. He, ha- he won't have any offseason because you have to give him a chance to go through an offseason with the team he's going to play with. That's kind of part of it. Because if that team is that close already, like once you get to September, it's just a few short months through the season. And you're already on to the next draft cycle. Might as well wait at that point and, and go all in with the next quarterback, right? Why would you trade future um, picks when Trey Lance might have to have a lot of growing pains this year and then you're going to be back in the draft process once again. So it's got to be early enough to where he gets some OTAs and at least a full training camp with the team. So if it's not a draft day trade for Trey Lance and he does get traded, I would think it's at some point before training camp, at least. And if the 49ers can't get an indication by then, then it's probably an indication that you shouldn't be trading Trey Lance. And maybe they just have a higher opinion on, on Sam Darnold than I and a lot of other people do. Edgar says Tampa Bay for a second and a fourth. Could see that. Their second isn't very high either, though, right? I think they picked 19th in the first round. Do they have another second-round pick? Do they get trades a little bit higher than the 19th pick in the second round? At this point, Trey Lance trade is clickbait. Nothing factual about it. I, I mean, I don't know about that. It's it's not even a, a crazy report. It's it's something that we guessed would happen. I, I've been talking about this all offseason long. It's not. It shouldn't be a shock that the that teams have called the 49ers. You know, if you just believe the report 100% that Rappaport put out there and that Schultz corroborated that we've heard from, we've heard John Lynch basically say that he would t- he's going to answer the phone. So a team called and said, hey, what's Trey Lance cost? We might be willing to offer this. That That is not hard to believe that that's happening. Uh, and according to Rappaport's report, it's not like the 49ers are calling every team. It's like, hey, we have to get rid of Trey Lance. What, what can you possibly offer us? That's not what's going on here, reportedly. Now, uh, do the 49ers want to trade him? Would the 49ers like to get a, a bounty for him? You know, if they think another quarterback's the guy, obviously they'd be willing to do that. Is the team going to pony up what it takes? I don't know. HC says, Texans make sense. If they like Lance better than either Stroud or Young, it'll allow them to draft Anderson at two overall. Texans have five picks in the first uh, 43 rounds. The draft's not 43 rounds. In the first three rounds, I think is what he means. At number two, number 12, number 33, number 65, and number 73. Yeah, so they got... Um, five picks in the first three rounds, the Texans do. They got two firsts next year as well. They're loaded with picks. So pick 33 wouldn't wouldn't put a dent in uh into what they're were what they're doing and what they're building. And they could use two and twelve for other things. And like I said, they could trade down, trade down from 12 if they wanted to to add more picks again. If they wanted to go Will Anderson at two, they could trade down from two if they wanted to. Add potentially add even more picks. The Texans are an interesting team, though, because I don't think they necessarily want their division rivals to go get stud quarterbacks either. Because if the Texans at two, and we talked a lot about, about this on today's Peacock and Williamson NFL show, if the Texans at two draft Will Anderson, well, that means that the Colts can move up and get CJ Stroud. Now, maybe the Texans are cool with that because they don't like CJ Stroud. But then the Titans could move up again, too, and go up to four, five, whatever, go up and, and, and draft Anthony Richardson. He's got ridiculous tools, man. That guy could be great, right? Do you want to let both of, do you want to not get a quarterback and let both of your division rivals get quarterbacks in the top 10, top five? 
you better be sure about your quarterbacks there and sure that that defensive lineman is worth it in that case. I, I would think that if I would think if the Texans don't draft a quarterback at two, they have plans to move up from 12 to get a quarterback or they are planning something like Trey Lance with their with pick 33 and they're and they're willing to they don't love this quarterback group and they're going into the next one or maybe they love Bryce Young he goes one and then they're like okay we're mediocre on these guys let's go 33 for Lance we know him we like him we still think think he can be great and then next year reevaluate that does make some sense for the Texans Oh, man, we got a lot of people in the chat here. Really appreciate everybody jumping on to this impromptu live show that I put together here tonight. Um, Mayoko Tavarius says, Mayoko confirmed Ian report, but said the 49ers are not looking to trade Lance. Yeah. And that should be what they say. They should be like, you know, we, we don't want to trade Trey Lance and then make it known that it's going to be expensive. And if on draft day, someone comes with something they can't turn down, then they take it. And if not, they roll the Trey Lance. That, that should be the way the 49ers play it. As Ian says here, yeah, fielding calls is one thing. Yeah, it's very different to just answer the phone because there's so many conversations. I can't imagine how many conversations are had between all of these teams. Like, it's not like a team picks up the phone for the first time and makes a call on draft day. Like, I think sometimes that might be the way to play it if you're thinking about moving up and you don't want anybody to leak any plans that you have and and you kind of want to sneak attack a trade or something like that. You could probably, but I think most of these trades that we hear about are worked out. And there's a team like the Colts and they're like, okay, if Texans do this, then we already have a trade worked out with the Arizona Cardinals. We know it's going to cost for us to go up one slot. And the Cardinals already have a deal worked out with the Titans. And they know how much the Titans are willing to give up to go to, to number three. But it depends on which quarterback is there. And so uh, I think all these conversations and a lot of this trade scenarios are, are planned out. And these teams all have it planned out. And I'm sure it's the same way for the 49ers. For example, I talked about. Brandon Ayuk. I don't think the 49ers should trade Brandon, Brandon Ayuk. I don't think, and they definitely don't have to trade Brandon Ayuk. But how about this scenario? How about this either or scenario? We'll get off Trey Lance for a second. Let's talk about a Brandon Ayuk trade. So I think Ayuk is, would bring more than Lance. What if the Packers who loved Ayuk were willing to offer the 15th pick in the draft? Now that would move the needle for me. But it would have to be for the right offensive tackle, probably, would be the player that you're going to get. So you would have that worked out. The Packers would call on Ayuk, say, hey, man, we love Brandon Ayuk. We love him then. If you can't sign him, we'd probably be willing to give you pick 15. And the 49ers say, okay, that's a fair offer, but the right player has to be there. So they have that worked out. Then Packers are on the clock, and it turns out, oh, you know what? Jackson Smith and Jigba's there. We actually like him as much, and we want the we want more years. So we're just going to, we're just going to, we're going to draft him, but maybe, you know, maybe Broderick Jones is a player. I like, he's the highest upside tackle in this class. Paris Johnson, Brad says in the chat. Yeah. Paris Johnson. He absolutely fits that wide zone athleticism. could be a long time left tackle could play right tackle for a few years till Trent decides he wants to go who you are definitely not kicking out the door, but at some point, you know, getting up there in age when he goes, now you got a left tackle too. That That's why offensive tackle is a pretty important position right now. And it's hard to get them where the 49ers are drafting right now in the third round. Uh, and it's even hard to get them, a good one late in the first round. So that's why something like middle around pick 15. What if the Texans wanted to get in? What if the Texans wanted both Trey Lance and Brandon Ayuk? And we're talking about pick 12, pick 33, and we're starting to talk about a blockbuster trade here, right? Um, but back to the, the pick 15 idea. So whoever it is, Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, they're on the clock. And then it's like, okay, the player we like is there. We think trading, we think getting an offensive tackle for Brandon Ayuk, we know we can't re-sign him later probably. 
and then we can draft a, a, a couple a wide receiver or two later, bring in another veteran. That makes us better now and down the road. I could see something like that happening, and you would have that all in place before the draft starts. But I still think it's unlikely Trey gets traded because I don't know if a team's going to pony it up. But I think it's more likely Trey gets traded than Brandon Ayuk during the draft. I've heard this a lot, and I don't know if I would prefer Brandon Ayuk or Debo long term. I think Debo's the more special player, the more rare player. The thing I would worry about with Debo is longevity. And in 2026, 2025, maybe Ayuk is clearly the better player and you just want to not re-sign Debo and then you give the new contract to Ayuk and you have them cross over a little bit or maybe trade Debo at the end of his contract. I, I can totally buy that. Right now, today, going into next year, I think Debo's a more valuable player. I think he's more just a different dude. And I haven't seen what it looks like with Ayuk being the number one guy and being a target hog player. And certainly Ayuk's trending in the right direction. But... I would think that it's easier to it's easier it's easier to replace Brandon Ayuk's targets in the 49ers offense than Debo's targets in the 49ers offense. And on top of that, Debo can't be traded right now. Debo's contract is just hitting with that new deal he signed and you know insane amounts of dead money. That that's just not happening, not possible. So Debo Samuel's not going anywhere right now. The Debo Samuel plan would be you hold on to Ayuk and then you and the Debo walks or gets traded later either after his contract is over or you know he gets traded before the last year of his contract and you roll with Ayuk and his new contract long term that that would be the the non-Debo plan but you're definitely not trading Debo right now and it would take a lot to get Brandon Ayuk right now you would think you would have to get better and here's the thing with Ayuk and, and wide receivers like wide receivers are super valuable right now they've become a premium position but offensive tackle is already a premium position if you can get an offensive tackle that are really hard to get and we saw the 49ers draft Mike McGlinchey at pick number nine. I think Broderick Jones and Paris Johnson are better offensive tackle prospects than Mike McGlinchey. So is Peter Skronsky, even though he's got short arms, he might play guard and he'd be a better tackle than, than Mike McGlinchey was. It's, it's hard to find legit offensive tackles. There's 64 starting offensive tackles in the NFL. I don't think there's 64 dudes that should next necessarily be like high level starting tackles, right? But you can draft a second-round receiver and, and develop a guy and find a really good player. You can draft a third-round receiver and find a guy. Debo was a second-round pick. A.J. Brown, um, you know, Devontae Adams. The list goes on. Offensive tackles gets a little bit more difficult. So that's where, that, that's where something like that plan could potentially make sense. I do want to talk about the 30 visits here for the San Francisco 49ers and some of the players they're bringing in. And there have been a couple reports in the last couple of days. I mean, like... This can't, they, they can't draft another third-round running back, could they? They do have three third-round picks, and you know Kyle likes him some running backs. Texas running back Rashawn Johnson uh, is having a visit with the 49ers, and shout-out to Steph Sanchez, at Steph49K, who's been, uh, who's been charting these things. And so uh, she's been keeping track of all the visits the 49ers have had with you know uh, meetings and and combine visits and informal visits and formal visits and of course the the most formal of all the the 30 visits where you fly a prospect out and meet with them at your place and the 49ers have also met with according to tom pelicero zach charbonnet ucla running back has had a visit with not only the 49ers but he's had 30 visits and again they're called 30 visits because each team can have 30 private workouts private visits with players Cowboys, Chargers, Bills, Bears, Raiders, and 49ers have had Zach Charbonnet in for a private visit. 
And Zach Charbonnet is probably number th- running back three, maybe in this draft class. And you would have to draft him with one of those third round picks if he's even there. I like Zach Charbonnet better than the last couple of third round running backs the 49ers have drafted, but they can't go another third round running. I mean, like they're, I don't want to say they're wasting 30 visits on these guys, but they're bringing these prospects in that'll be going in that range of the draft for a reason. Trying to throw people off. Uh, maybe they just like him and want to know what he's all about. And they want to sign him as a free agent in four years when his rookie contract's up. Who knows? Uh, but Zach Charbonnet and Rashawn Johnson. Would the 49ers really draft a, another running back fairly high? That would be strange. That would be quite strange to me. Here's a prospect, though, that I like for the 49ers in round three that they've had in for a visit. That is Jaden Reed from Michigan State. He is a he's not a big player, but he is fast. He's athletic. He can go up and get the ball over people, even though he's not that big. Um, You you don't want to throw out crazy comparisons for prospect like Antonio Brown. Right. But just for style of play, that's kind of what the kind of the way he plays really quick and get open plays bigger than his size he's a really exciting prospect and i think the third round range is right for Jaden reed out of michigan state a lot of tight ends we've talked a lot about that how many tight ends the 49ers have met with uh and there's been i mean just a ton of them another really interesting prospect here blake freeland who is somebody the 49ers met with i believe at the combine but did not bring in for a 30 visit I don't know where to think that Blake Freeland's going to go. He would seem to fit the 49ers quite well. I've seen him get a fifth ground grade with some places I trust, uh, some evaluators I trust, but you know, some people think he's going to go in the second round. So uh, I don't know where he's going to go. He could go probably in that third round range right around or before the 49ers pick is probably my guess, you know, mid third round. If I had to put a, put a round on where Blake Freeland goes, but if you can't get Blake Freeland and you love him and you're the 49ers, there's another prospect, small school guy out of northern Michigan, Jake Witt. And he's sort of Kirkland brand Blake Freeland because he's very similar. 6'7", 302, almost identical workout numbers, which were ridiculous workout numbers, by the way. And he's probably more like a seventh-round draft pick, maybe an undrafted free agent, who knows, maybe even a, a sixth-round pick just because he's uh, athletically gifted. But like Blake Freeland, former Hooper, was too skinny, uh, kind of had to add a whole bunch of weight, add a whole bunch of weight, kept trying and trying and trying. And finally, he's gotten himself over 300 pounds and just super athletic, 37-inch vertical, ran 489, I think, in the 40, which is crazy for a 300-pounder. So, you know, both of those guys, Freeland and, and Jake Witt. So that's a name to remember late on day three in the draft. Jake Witt out of northern Michigan. And, you know, sometimes the 40, sometimes you just bring in a, a prospect like this from a small school just because you didn't scout him a lot. You didn't have your scouts running through North Michigan all, you know, all fall long. And, and you don't have a lot of information on the guy. So you want to complete all your evaluations for the draft and not be surprised and not miss out on a good player. So maybe just bring him in to complete an eval. And that's what a lot of these could be. If Blake Freeland's not there for the 49ers. There's another offensive lineman that's an interesting name, Braden Daniels out of Utah. And he's probably the prospect that's been connected to the 49ers the most as far as meetings in the post-draft or in the pre-draft process. Braden Daniels out of Utah, really athletic, undersized offensive lineman, 6'3 and a half. Uh, he's only 295 pounds, I think. And, you know, re- blaze in the 40, you know, you, you would expect a sub 300 pound offensive lineman to be really athletic. And, and Braden Daniels is and played a lot at Utah, played some guard and played some tackle as well. But the 49ers met with Braden Daniels formally at the Combine. They held an on-campus workout 
for three teams, including the 49ers at Utah. And then the 49ers brought him in for one of their 30 visits as well. So that's a lot of formal meetings and workouts for the 49ers with one player. And they are offensive line needy. Braden Daniels could be anywhere from that third to fifth round range. I think he's a little undersized, maybe even project him into center in the NFL potentially. I don't know if he has the size and length to be an offensive tackle, but he's a really athletic, most likely interior offensive lineman, in my opinion, in the NFL. But a, a lot of uh, a lot of meetings there with Braden Daniels, uh, maybe the most meetings out of all these prospects. A few more that jump out here as far as the the player meetings go. There is Tulsa running back Daneric Prince, and we're talking about a late round running back there. Who knows? Maybe even an undrafted free agent type of guy. So uh, that's the that's the uh, the the running back coach. You know, that's that's where um, Bobby and um, Lance. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the 49ers um, running back running back coaches' names here. I'm just fried today is is what's happening. Too hyped. Too hyped for this live episode tonight. Doing it kind of late night. Thanks for everyone jumping in the the live chat. LKV says yes. Jaden Reed would be the third most talented receiver on the team. Uh, I don't disagree. I, I like John Mingo out of Ole Miss. I like Jaden Reed and I like At Perry. I think I think those are my three favorite wide receivers in that third round range for the 49ers. Jonathan Mingo suddenly getting some first round love out of nowhere. I've been talking about him for a while, and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, maybe. Uh, Anthony Lynn, thank you. Anthony Lynn and Bobby Turner there. Uh, that um, that might be a, a Bobby Turner special with generic Prince, one of those late round undrafted type of guys out of Tulsa who came in for a 30 visit. Dontavian Wicks, another receiver the 49ers met with, mid-round guy. Braden Willis, more of an H-back undersized tight end out of Oklahoma the 49ers met with. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, running uh, quarterback from UCLA that I mentioned earlier. A couple of edge guys, too. B.J. Thompson, Stephen F. Austin, so small school guy there, and a really athletic Oregon edge player, D.J. Johnson, had a 30 visit with the the 49ers. So just kind of looking at at the players and the positions that they've met with with these 30 visits. A lot of um, Dante Stills, sort of an undersized, kind of a Kerry Hyder-ish, undersized defensive tackle, maybe a big end type of player out of West Virginia. 49ers met with a lot of edge, a lot of tight ends, wide receivers, and offensive tackles, offensive linemen. I think it's pretty clear that the 49ers, uh, if you had to list the top five most likely positions that the 49ers would draft with their first five picks, offensive line, offensive tackle most likely, edge, tight end, defensive back, and wide receiver. And the DBs could be corners and they could be safeties. And they've met with a few safeties, but haven't had a lot of safety meetings and haven't drafted a lot of safeties high either. Jair Brown from Penn State is one safety, but I think he's more of a, a box safety than a free safety. And I think the 49ers should have a you know a free safety in waiting that they draft this year and and um, you know develop him behind behind Deshaun Gibson. So I think that would be a nice plan, but they, didn't, they haven't met with a lot of safeties and they don't draft safeties high either. So that might be more of a fifth round position for them. We'll see. Oh, yeah, my guy Marte Mapu out of Sacramento State is one of the 30 visits as well. And that that just might be because uh, he's had such an incomplete pre-draft process because he didn't get any workouts in because he tore his pec. And he wasn't invited to the combine. Whew, a lot to think about when it comes to the 49ers. They're putting together a draft board. They're meeting with prospects. They're fielding trade offers for some of their star players. 
it's so fun. It's why I love the draft. There's schadenfreude going on. There's lies. There's truths inside the lies. And we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait another week plus to find out. Did some of these trades happen? You have to watch first and second round just in, just in case the 49ers swing a deal and are all of a sudden on the clock. And, of course, at the end of day two, starting at pick 99, the 49ers draft three times through pick 255 at the end of the seventh round. And, of course, Croc and I will have it covered for you every step of the way here on Locked On 49ers. Thanks, everybody, for joining the live chat tonight. Thank every, thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen. And make sure you go to the Peacock and Williamson feed. You can find it on uh, YouTube and on all of your audio podcasts and find this year's Locked On Mock Draft Special, which is dropping Thursday. Talk to you next time right here. Locked On 49ers.